Hello, this is the Urban Guru again, here with another podcast featuring insights from artists of color. Today's podcast is an interview which took place at the BlurredCon 2019, which was held in Crystal City, Virginia. For those of you who may not know, BlurredCon is a science fiction and fantasy convention which focuses on black nerds and their place in the larger nerd community, as well as highlighting artists and creators of color. So, uh, my name is Marcus Haynes. I'm an author writing under the pen name M. Haynes, and I'm here at BlurredCon this year vending, talking about my book series, the Elemental series, and just really trying to take some time to meet with other creatives and, of course, fans. I want to begin, as I always begin with these um, interviews, by asking a very basic question, and that is, when did you decide to be a creative individual? I've always loved like reading and words for pretty much as long as I can remember. And growing up, I was probably the quintessential nerd. Like I read comic books, I watched superhero shows and movies, I played video games, I read books like Animorphs and Harry Potter, like that was my life. So I really got engrossed in that world. And once I realized that, hey, you can actually create in this world, I started writing. It's very interesting that you were created from a young age. So, um, but I do have a question. How did the other people around you react to your decision to be a creative person or a writer? The interesting thing was most people weren't really surprised by it because I started writing when I was nine. I, um, I wrote little handwritten books and with little stick figures as the illustrations and I sold them to my classmates at school. So when I decided to pursue it again as at um, an older age and really go full force into it, most people weren't surprised because they knew that was something I had been doing for even then about 10 years by that point in time. Um, so it was really sort of like, okay, all right, let's go. Um, my parents especially were really pretty supportive of that. Um, my dad, when I was younger, used to teach me words a day, so that really kind of helped to expand my vocabulary. My mom used to let me sit in the kitchen with her and write down recipes just to give me something to write. So my parents weren't surprised, and they've been really supportive, and so are my friends. I'm really, really looking forward to what I write and create. I know you're a very educated man, and you are doing um, dissertation and writing a paper on the inclusion of African-American males in science fiction and fantasy and horror. So to that end, I have a question for you. As a black author, do you feel you have a harder time making it in the industry? Um, I think particularly because of what I want to do. I think it may be a little more difficult because I think we're at a space where stuff like um, what people expect, um, you know, um, black authors to create like urban lit, street lit. But I think because I'm in sort of a fantastical sort of science fiction genre, that makes it a little bit harder because we're still not really used to seeing that. Like, when we think of black people in science fiction or fantasy, we automatically go to Octavia Butler. That's a black woman. So, you know, if people kind of raise these eyebrows like, oh, that's interesting, that's new. And then on top of that, the fact that I write actual long-form fiction and not so much um, a comic book. I know you're a multi-talented individual yourself, but in general, do you think that we as creative people need a B plan? You know, should we always keep the day job for a while? I always think you should have a plan B. Always. Um, any of my friends can tell you I have contingencies and plans on plans. 
Um, so yes, I definitely think you should have a plan B, especially uh, because I am a self-published author and because, you know, I do pretty much everything, you know, myself and a small team. Um, I definitely think that you need something stable to help you to, um, to pay the bills, like what you have to eat. Um, I teach, that's my job. Um, I teach on, I teach English, so it also kind of helps to inform some of the writing that I do. But I definitely think it's important to have a plan B, to have something else. Because a lot of people, I think, expect themselves to just fall right into becoming the next J.K. Rowling. And that's not what happens. What, that's not realistic. No, it's really not. But that's what people expect. When it comes to the creative process, I'm curious to get your opinion on this. What do you think an author or writer should ask him or herself in order to make their story the best it can be? You have to ask yourself first what type of story you want to tell. Um, I know most people that want to go, oh, my story is going to be so much different. It's going to be this grand thing that no one's ever heard of. Nine times out of ten, that won't happen. So you have to ask yourself, you know, what are you doing that's, that is unique? You might not have a completely unique story. You know, it may be inspired by things you may have um, engaged with earlier. I know my books are inspired by the stuff that I grew up reading and watching. But you have to ask yourself what makes it unique. Like, if you were standing right beside the people who influenced you, what's going to make you stand out? What's going to make your work something that people want to come and see what you have put out? So I think that's your first question. And then once you figure out, or you think you know what it is that makes you unique, now what is the best way for you to achieve that? The current buzzword around today is diversity and having diverse characters. And as an author, a Black author, do you feel that having diversity is more than just checking a box? Now we have this sort of race for diversity where everyone wants to, you know, wants to be the most diverse, have all these different faces. But a lot of times they forget to make these people, to make these, um, these diverse characters they have into full, well-rounded people. And one of the things that I think I am able to achieve in my series is that not only are these, you know, full people with stories beyond their diversity points, but even taking this, taking the opportunity to show that, you know, not everyone is going to be, you know, this one type of person. You know, some people come from two-parent homes, some people come from single-parent homes. Some people may be, you know, straight-A students, some people may, you know, go in and out of school. And I think that something that makes me stand out is the fact that I'm not afraid to show all these different aspects of people's lives. At the end of the day, we're all people. You know, no matter what sort of, I guess, diversity categories that we fall under, we're all still people. These things, you know, um, may inform kind of how we, how we live or what we do on a day-to-day basis, but it's not all that we are. You know, um, you, there's more to it than just that. There's more to it than just, you know, like, oh, I'm black, or oh, I'm LGBTQ, or oh, I'm a woman. Like, yes, that, you know, kind of informs how you move, but you're not saying those things every hour of every day. So there's more to life beyond just those sort of categories, and I think I really want to show that. When I work with um, new screenwriters in my class, one of the things I always have to get them to do and commit to is setting aside time to work on their projects. We all know life happens to us, but I'm curious for you, do you find that you run into obstacles when it comes time to be creative or to sit down and write that next short story or that novel? Um, recently, yes, because I'm doing a million and one things. Um, most of them are sort of like external factors, really just finding the time to sit down and really, really write, really do what I want to do with this series. Um, I encountered some obstacles when I first got started as far as like how to make this work. 
but I think that I've, since I'm working on my third book now, I think that I've kind of refined this process a bit to where a lot of those obstacles that I had with book one aren't so much obstacles now. Now it's just the me problems that I have, that I have to try to go, get through. I think this next question goes along with the last one about uh, setting aside time and, and dealing with the obstacles. What other advice would you give to new writers who are coming along and who want to take that plunge and express themselves in this way? I would say don't be discouraged because just like how I had people who were supportive, you know, your support might not come from your parents, but they, you will have support. So, you know, don't be discouraged if things don't go automatically the way that you think they are. This is not an easy road. Um, if it was easy, everyone would be writing. So definitely, you know, stick to it if this is something that you're really passionate about. And don't be afraid to learn. Um, I've been writing now 20 years. Um, been published for, you know, been published for five. Um, I'm still learning. I'm still learning from people, still learning from conventions, still learning just doing my own research. There's never a point where you know everything or you learned enough. So always be learning, always take the time to pay attention to other people and don't be afraid to ask for help because that also helps you to learn. And my last question is the simplest. Um, where can people find your information and your material? Okay, so um, you can reach me on my website, um, www.mhaines.org. Um, there's links to pretty much everything from there, from a blog site where I talk about my writing to the main page for the series, store, all these sorts of things are there. Um, you can also find me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, on uh, Elemental underscore books. Um, that's why I put up the updates about the series. And, you know, we can talk more. I'm always grateful to give people advice. Thank you for listening to this Urban Guru podcast and tune in next time for another episode.